0: So I thought that this first season of this podcast was over and and then we were going to be coming back with the second season, the first episode um, at some point. But um, I realized that I have a little bit more to say. And so it is uh, close to 10 o'clock Eastern Time, uh, November the 2nd, 2020, um, with... Tomorrow being our election day, I want to say hi to everybody who was listening. Thank you for taking the time um, to, to hear my thoughts. I'm calling this pre-election uh, pre-election thoughts. Um, I have a lot of been thinking about today uh, as we are very close to what may be at least in my lifetime. Um, arguably the most contentious um, election um, of my lifetime. Uh, I have been able to vote. Um, I turned 18 in 2005. The first presidential election that I voted in was 2008. And so um, this 2016 election made the fourth presidential election that I was eligible to vote in. Um, you know, the first election, um, we had Obama and McCain, uh, the first election that I was available for, uh, Obama, McCain, the second one was Obama and Romney, the third one was Hillary and Trump. And then this one that's tomorrow is Trump and Biden. Um, and I, I mentioned to you all on the last episode, um, my leaning towards uh, in terms of the election. Uh, And I revealed to you all that I was um, that um, after a lot of thought um, and really not with a whole lot of excitement, um, but I did decide to vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, Not necessarily because I think they are the the best leaders in terms of, of black and working class people, which is my primary concern, um, but I believe that um, they will be better leaders for us than what we have in the White House right now, and that was my basis uh, in in choosing to vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And so, my my thought tonight is that I just have not seen, and particularly in the years that I've been eligible to vote. Now I can't speak about, you know, I've been I've been alive since nineteen eighty seven. I can't speak about the eighty eight. The 92, the 96, Um, 2000, I remember hearing a little bit about it, Um, you know, in terms of the Florida issue, um, read about it, talked about it. Um, 2004, I think, was somewhat of a surprise for some, from my understanding, was a surprise because many people thought that, you know, John Kerry was going to win, but it ended up being that Bush won that second term, which I think a lot of people were surprised about. And then, of course, you know, 2008, with Obama, first black president, uh, uh, and, and that was a, a big, uh, a big, you know, a big um, celebration, for many people. Um, you know, in the 2012, the re-election, of, of, of Barack Obama, um, and in 2016, arguably the maybe the most stunning, election of maybe of all time, um, of Donald Trump, being elected over Hillary Clinton, and now we have 2020. Um, Donald Trump is the incumbent versus the 77, about to be 78-year-old Joe Biden. Um, This is one of the most contentious election seasons that I have seen in my lifetime because, for one, I think that there is a a general mood in this country that no matter what happens when the results are formally finalized, that no matter what happens, uh, that there will be one particular side or one particular group of people that are going to be upset, disappointed, and will do whatever it takes to air out frustration. You have those who feel like no matter what happens, if their side doesn't win the election, then the entire election was a sham. Um, there's battles and co- there's potential. The belief is, is that if it's, if it's potentially close, that there is going to be a lot of litigation, a lot of lawsuits, um, challenging ballots and, and whatnot. Um, and so it is a it is a it is a mess all over. And you know, on my Facebook timeline, even I see some on on Twitter and other places. You know, there's a lot of concern about um, about this election. There's concerns about tomorrow. There's concerns about what that there's there's believe that there's gonna be a civil war, or, or 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 there's gonna be civil unrest for a while. There are a lot of concerns that I've never sensed um, in an election. And, you know, our, our country is so divided. Um, we're divided ideologically. We're divided in terms of whether people support the president or not. Um, and it is just an interesting period of time. And, you know, I had put a Facebook status up the other day, or it was actually an Instagram post and that went to Facebook. And I talked about how you may need to do whatever it takes to protect yourself mentally because this is a taxing and toxic time. You know, you're gonna have people on Facebook tomorrow who are gonna be celebrating what they see. You're gonna have folk who are gonna be talking, who are gonna be dreading what they see. You're gonna have folk who are going to be questioning the authenticity of the race. You're gonna have people um, snapping at other folk about you know how they feel and you know and, and I've and I've taken more the measure. Listen, I have my thoughts and I have my feelings. Um, and you know, I'm in one group where we you know where we debate and stuff. But outside of that, I don't go back and forth with folk on their pages because, especially those who who see the world differently, um, who don't have the same views as I do, um, who don't who don't who don't see things the way I see it. Um, I I don't argue. I don't go back and forth. And the reason I don't, because I, I, I have come to the conclusion that it's a waste of time to argue with people who have different views than you, who are just not going to be open to seeing your view. I don't think there's anything wrong with having conversations. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with having dialogue. I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing. I don't think there's anything wrong with exchanging, uh, the exchangement of thoughts but I think that at the end of the day, particularly in, a, in this political arena, uh, the reality is, is that, you know, there's a group of people that see the world one way. There's a group of people that see the world another way. And you have a group of people who kind of can see both worlds. Um, but the reality is, is that, you know, and I have to conclude this. Listen, I'll just use primary example. If you are a progressive and a conservative, progressives see progressives see the world one way conservatives see the world another way if y'all are not interested in in particularly changing your worldview, view then what's the use of conversation and that's kind of how i feel you know about tomorrow and how and, and as this election occurs occurs um what is the purpose of going back and forth with for somebody who doesn't share your your view of the world who doesn't share your ideological um uh, preferences to me, there's no need to go back and forth because people are going to believe the way they feel. You know, um, my time, a lot of my timeline are people who won't jump out. You know, um, if I was a Trump supporter, I wouldn't argue with them because I don't, because if I was a Trump supporter, I'd be like, well, I'd be saying what I, what I say. But, you know, the reality is, is that when you understand where, where people are coming from, you understand what their thought process is, you realize you're not going to change their viewpoint. If I'm a Trump supporter, I'm not going to change those who don't so who, who don't support Trump, you know, um, and so I and so, you know, for me, you know, I've said that, you know, I'll be in, in one of these groups, uh, one of the groups that I'm in where we debate about certain things. But I said that you won't see me much on, 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 on the um, social media platforms tomorrow because um, it's going to be toxic. And I think that it's kind of sad that we live in such a world, and particularly in a society where there is so much polarization. And you know, you know, I, I'm concerned that if that if, that if that if that if President Trump wins re-election, that you know these partisan divisions are going to be continue to be exploited, and I think that's a bad thing for the country. You know, I also understand people who say, you know, because you know Joe Biden joe biden is one that still believes in the old vision of working across the aisle of the old vision of of you know mean in the middle he's a moderate i am a moderate myself and maybe i relate to him that's maybe that's one reason why i kind of relate to him a little bit because joe biden he still believes in the old washington way of working across the aisle but here's the reality there are some people who are on the left and the right politically who feel like like that working together stuff is more about caving in and more about not demanding, you know, what, 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 what is believed to be, you know, the best. And so, you know, is Trump more in line with, is President Trump more in line with the realities of, of our society? I don't know. Uh, but, you know, we are, we are in a very partisan, partisan world, uh, country, particularly we're in a very partisan country. Where people are just—it's just tribes, you know. It's like you know, it's like you know, Trump supporters are you know on their side, Democrats, liberals, Biden supporters are on their side, and you know, and, and the problem is, is that we is that we're not able to have conversations now. We're not able to, you know, we're not able to 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 to, to discuss. Della, why do you see the world the way you see it? Why, why are you talking so about this or that? And, but 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 instead, we have this this attitude, this spirit that we ought to be fighting one another. And I just, you know, I just, I just hate it. And, 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 and you know, I, I I just hate it. And I think that tomorrow, and especially this week, as, as the ballot results start to come in more and the reality and the results of these races start to become clear, um, I'm very concerned uh, because we've kind of reached a point where we just don't believe in dialoguing with each other. We don't believe in talking through these issues, talking through how we see the world. You know, many of us were just born and raised to believe a certain thing. You know, we haven't, you know, we haven't, you know, explored for ourselves. And so I'm really concerned about tomorrow. I'm concerned about those who are going to be participating in, you know, in in the election stuff. I'm concerned about those who are going to be out and about. Uh, I'm concerned about those who are going to be voting tomorrow. Um. You know, I told my wife, after we do what we gotta do, get off work, we going home, because, um, you know, I, 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 it's gonna, I don't want, you know, people to be in danger, of their lives, and I, I don't, and I do not believe that you should, feel like your life is in danger when you go vote. Um, voting is is something that is a part of our of our of our society. There are some who do believe that voting is not as important, but, you know, voting is a, is a part of our of a part of our society. And to me, it should be done in a way that's safe and in a way that you feel like your ability to vote is not being hampered or, 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 or suppressed or whatnot. So I'm concerned, I'm concerned about our women who, who, who are either single or, or married and have to be out alone a lot tomorrow. I'm concerned about their safety. I'm concerned about anybody's safety. I'm concerned about the atmosphere uh, a lot of people, you know, one of the things about the Trump era, and I don't know if it's his fault or if it's just c- circumstances, but one thing about the Trump era that has done is, is basically, you, you, it has revealed where people are politically, because a lot of people, you know, may not have dealt with, um, with politics, um, beforehand, and now they deal with it, you know, now they, now, now they are political, and I think that's good in some ways because the you know we we get to see who they really are but i think it's also bad because uh you know again politics is such a a a, a it's almost like a war battle now it's not so much people coming together to to talk about how the best serve the country it, it's a, it's a it's a battle for power and you know it, it's just it's just it's just crazy um and so and so i have told you all what i uh who i am voting for let me give you my predictions quickly on, uh, I probably will not do a post-election um, episode as I'm not going to start, as I'm going to start season two with something outside of, outside of election stuff. But, you know, here's, here's my thing. I've been watching different videos and stuff about, you know, um, best case for Biden, best case for Trump. I've said before, uh, I, 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 this, I am not thrilled about this election because I think that both candidates are bad for this country. I think President Trump, as I've said, I think that he is an exploiter of the divisions. I don't think he cares about that damage done to our country. I don't think he cares about that. I think all he cares about is really just being in president. Being the leader in title. Uh I think that his leadership particularly during this pandemic, I think it's been awful. I think that I think that the government under him has been awful. I think that you know to get through this pandemic and to get on the other side of it, I think we need a different leader. I think we need somebody different. And so for me, you know, that's why that's why I don't support Donald Trump. Now again, I I, I, uh, I um I um I I support Joe Biden, but I'll I'll tell you this: Joe Biden to me uh, is a worse candidate than Hillary. Um, when you talk about the establishment, um, when you talk about the politics for the last forty, fifty years. You know i would argue that joe biden is more representative of that than hillary glenn and to be honest with you the biggest reason why this election is so is still close and even though the polling has said that joe biden should win the election by a landslide uh there are many people who who say that this is not this is not the case that if joe biden wins it is going to be a close race even in states where he where the polling says that he's ahead. because really the only poll that really matters at the end of the day is the exit poll um is who voted that's the only poll that really matters in the long run all these initial polls don't matter because one everybody may not be answering this is one of the the conspiracy theories and one of the conspiracy theories is that um is that there are a lot of people who are voting uh that, I'm sorry there are people who don't answer the particularly Trump supporters who don't answer the polls for whatever reason and so and so while in the news it may look like you know like 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 Biden should be heading towards uh, a landslide that may not actually be the case. And and the reason why Joe Biden why this race is 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 as close as it is in my opinion is because Joe Biden is a nominee. Joe Biden as I said is an establishment politician. He he is a better representation of of establishment politics than 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 Hillary Clinton in my opinion. Um, you know, there's a lot of excitement. That's one thing that one thing that's been talked about is the enthusiasm. There's way more enthusiasm on Trump's side than on Biden's side. A lot of people who are voting for Biden, I, mean, I would argue, maybe 40 to 50 percent of people who are voting for Joe Biden are are voting more to get rid of Trump than that, than to than to really embrace Joe Biden. Um, so you've got that issue. You also have, and this is something that's going to be interesting to watch. You also have a lot of people, particularly progressives, and maybe some young people who say, you know what, voting for Joe Biden, there's not not enough justification that they feel to vote for Joe Biden uh, based on the belief that one, that maybe that Bernie Sanders really should have been the nominee, and two, based on the belief that at the end of the day, four more years of Trump would be better than having an establishment politician in, in play um, and so I think that could be a, I think that could be a, a, a concern um, and, and, and so here's, here's my prediction in my bottom line uh, I, I'm going to give you my prediction who I think will win the presidency uh, the house and the senate because again I believe that outside of supreme court nominations I truly believe that who we elect in congress is more important than who we elect as the president Because all the president can do is is enforce whatever laws are already in the books and propose different things that may be helpful for the country. I'll also give my prediction. I really hadn't talked much about this, but I'll also give my prediction on the North Carolina um, North Carolina um, governor role. I may mention a bit about the legislation. I don't know as much about it, but. So anyway, so starting with, actually, I'll, I'll start with North Carolina and then move up and do let the president last. Um, So North Carolina, the governor's race, uh, I think it's going to be a close race, but I do think that Roy Cooper will win, and I think he will win mainly because of his leadership in the pandemic. Um, he has mostly done a good job, in my opinion, with the pandemic. The biggest thing I was concerned about with him was if, uh, Dan Forrest could actually make a compelling interesting case um, for Governor because there are many people who want the state to be open. there are many people who feel like the state needs to be needs to be open and so with governor cooper we 've taken a more slow approach to reopening, which I think has been good for the most part um, but Dan Forrest I think it's clear that if he takes that if he takes leadership um the state is going to open up much quicker so um i think war cooper will win because one i think that as a whole i think that republicans as a whole are going to be in trouble particularly in swing states now north carolina is not i don't know if north carolina is a swing state but every now and then you know but we've had a lot of democratic governors too so my belief is is that war cooper will win i don't think it'll be a landslide i think it'll be a close as again as I think there are good I think there's a good amount of people who want to see North Carolina move quicker in terms of reopening and stuff and believe in more of the model that South Dakota has and more of the model that kind of Florida has. The belief that at the end of the day it should be more of a personal responsibility versus government saying, Okay, y'all can't do this, y'all can do that. So um uh, so right now I think that we'll have I think we'll have uh the governor governor Cooper will win uh, I, I did not know until today that all of the legislator seats are open. Um, and so part of me thinks that we could have a part of me thinks that we could have Democrats control both chambers, particularly with the Republicans that have been running um, the, the state legislator for, um, for the last 10 years or so. So you, you could see a Democratic push, particularly with with there being more voting turnout this year. I think there's a lot of voters around. And there, and the belief is, is that, you know, we could potentially set the record this year for the most people that have voted. Um, um, and I think a lot of that has to do with, honestly, in my opinion, I think a lot of that has to do with 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 what people have seen at, for the last four years under Donald Trump and unfortunately, the Supreme Court. Uh, because uh, remember a lot of Republicans don't like Donald Trump personally but will but 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 will vote for him based on his appointment of the judges, okay? So keep that in mind. So that I think influences so many people voting this year, which is one of the reasons why one of the why I think that the legislators I, I, I'm gonna predict that one one chamber remains under Republican control and one chamber remains under okay, democratic control. I think we'll have a split government. That's that's kind of my my take on it now. Um, in terms of moving up to the to the federal level, I think the House will remain under under Democratic control. Um the House of Representatives will remain under 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 uh Democratic control. I think the Senate will stay very barely under Republican leadership. I think that Senate the Senate is harder to flip. Um I think it's harder to flip. I think that, you know, maybe by 2022, it may flip Democrat, but I think that this, I think it's gonna remain um, under Republican leadership for two reasons. One, like I said, I think that it's harder to change, to flip the Senate. Um, and two, I think that there are, and I read something about this. I, I think there are gonna be some people who vote for Joe Biden, but vote for Republican Senate. Because here's what I, here's what I think may happen. I think some people, some Republicans, will want a new will want Joe Biden to be the president, but won't, but want a Senate a a Republican Senate to quote unquote kind of keep Joe Biden moderate. Because Joe Biden again is a moderate, and again he's maybe one of the last ones politically that still believes in kind of this reaching out to the other side stuff. So I think what you might have is you may have, okay, like I said, House Representatives remain under Democratic control. And then you may have some people who, who say, you know, I want Donald Trump out of there, but I won't, I still want the Republicans to lead the Senate. So you you still have divided government. And finally, my, my prediction for the president. And this is, was a tough one. Um, I know what the polls say, but this is, my, and I hope I'm wrong on this, for many reasons but I hope I'm really wrong on this. My prediction right now is I think that Donald Trump will win a second term, but I do not think it will be because of of a landslide or even a close election. I think that he will win because of the Supreme Court. I truly believe that 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 some of, some of these battleground states are going to be close and if Joe Biden is seen as the leader, I think there's going to be some um, some litigation as I mentioned earlier and I think for whatever reason that litigation may end up working in Donald Trump's favor particularly revolts uh, my hope is that Joe Biden wins and wins convincingly but I also believe that we could see Donald Trump win the presidency courtesy of Supreme Court now let me say this too if if if, if Donald Trump wins I am is that for me it is not a shocker It's not like 2016. 2016 was a shocker. Maybe unlike anything we've seen maybe since the 1940s with the Harry Truman thing. Because the idea was there's no way this Donald Trump guy can win the presidency. There's no way this can happen. Against Hillary Clinton? There's no way. And it happened. You know, it's been books and stuff has been talked about for a long time about how that happened and I don't need to share that. But... Um, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a shock. It's a, it was a shock in 2016. It's not a shock to me if Donald Trump wins the presidency again. Why? Because historically, people who are already in office are harder to beat. Uh, because a lot of people don't like changing president after four years. Um, it's rare that a president only gets one term. And the last time, you know, the last couple of times, was 19, was George H.W. Bush lost re-election to Bill Clinton in 1992, and then of course Jimmy Carter lost re-election in 1980 to Ronald Reagan, and there's been other one-term presidents, but just of the recent ones, and so even there that means that within 40 years, you've only had two presidents that lost re-election. Ronald Reagan won his two elections, Bill Clinton won his two elections, George Bush won his two elections, Obama won his two elections, and tomorrow we're going to see if Donald Trump... Will join um, Carter and and Bush and H. W. Bush as as the only ones in the last 40 years to lose um, to to be a one-term president. I'm not gonna be surprised if Donald Trump wins because again, as I said before, I think Joe Biden is is a worse representation of the establishment. And I think there's some people who are just tired of the establishment who feel like we need a we need a different course. Uh, politics even if that means putting up with somebody who is you know just, just, just who donald trump is i think there are some people who feel like we need we don't need to go back to what we've had the last 40 years because a lot of people believe that donald trump is the result of people who retired of quote-unquote neoliberalism or this or this this focus on the corporate world and all that there's some people who believe that so that's my predictions and that's my, and that's my th- final thoughts on this election. Um, again, I want to encourage all of you to be careful tomorrow. Be careful out here. Um, you know, just, just be careful. It, it's a crazy world out here. Uh, there are people who are very passionate about politics. You know, on whatever, on the either on side. I think there are people who are crazy about politics. Just be careful. Um, and thank you all for tuning in. Uh, and I just pray for whatever the result is that we would keep in mind at the end of the day that God is through God, even if our particular choice does not get elected to the presidency or to any office. OK, y'all be encouraged and we'll see you on the next episode.